Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cause I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. TNT. And I'll win the fight. TNT. I'm a power load. TNT. Watch me This is the crossover. Just listen. So everybody right now, please welcome Dan Needles, Needles, Ted Davis, Davis, and Mitch Thunder Nellis. I don't care if it's bragging or not. Nobody has a better theme song. Nobody has a better opening than this show. It is the crossover with TNT, Ted Needles, and Thunder on the new 97.3 The Game it is Sports Talk That Rocks, a show so good your preset sets itself, and we are underway for a Monday morning, and so much to talk about today, and I don't know where to start except maybe Aaron Rodgers undefeated as the Packers coach. I'm just going on what Winston Moss says. He was talking again yesterday. Thank you, Rimshot. Uh, Bucks beat Toronto with Kawhi Leonard. Keep your Kawhi. We got Malcolm, Mr. Big Shot Brogdon. Take your Kawhi and go through customs. And maybe we had the best Marquette-Wisconsin basketball game ever on Saturday with Marquette getting the win. So, where do we start? Um, in, in, the, in the spirit of full uh, confession and uh, accountability. Disclosure. Disclosure. Uh, I saw almost nothing of the Packers game because I was in Toronto and I was flipping around and the only game I could find was Buffalo and the Jets. So I didn't really see an NFL game yesterday. In Toronto, that's all you get is Buffalo channels. And I felt buffaloed because that's all I saw. So they they win a game against the Falcons. Eh, Big deal. I mean, the Falcons are a bad team on the road. Did we learn anything more about the Packers yesterday? No. Yeah, I didn't think um, so. The Jets-Bills game probably was a little less polished of a turd, or maybe the Packers game was a little less polished of a turd. Um, you had a run of 34 points by the Packers, which constitutes their biggest offensive output of the season. Uh, Dan, that actually constitutes about two and a half games. Yeah. Yeah. But in reality, I mean, you had Aaron Jones ran for 78 yards. Aaron Rodgers passed for 196. I mean, it's not like they were just storming all over the field. They got a defensive touchdown, which they haven't done all year. They That shocked me almost more than anything. Yeah. yeah. And Bashad Breland did not get penalized for holding on the play because he and Josh Jackson, I think, have a personal bet to see who will get penalized the most this year. But it, it, the Falcons... They're they're like a stale fart right now. Right, but so are the Cardinals, Dan. Right. And we saw what happened last week. Yeah, and then the Cardinals lose 17 to 3 at home exactly. to the Lions. Exactly. There's just there's a lot of bad football. There's a lot of I wonder if there was a fear of God put into the locker room in Green Bay this past week. 
because the, the reality, I think these guys are smart enough to know that, yeah, you've got your contract. Yeah, you've got your two cars. You've got your three gals on the side. You've got your five burner phones. You've got all that great life going on. But if you continue to play as crappy as you were, you're going to get cut and you won't see any of that money. Well, especially in the NFL, where no contract is really guaranteed. It's what except you got up, Rogers. Except yeah. what you got up front. I mean, if you got some money up front, that's fine. But they can cut you year to year. No contract is guaranteed. So does that serve as a wake-up call for professional athlete in this situation? Maybe it did. There are some guys that just won't get it. They'll still think, oh, yeah, I'm more important than the team. No, you're not. I mean, Aaron Rodgers can think that way. It ruins the team if he does, but he's the only one that can get away with it. Right. Other guys cannot. And there, you know, there are certain players like a Kenny Clark who all year have been professional and played hard. Yesterday he gets hurt. He leaves the game. It's a meaningless game. He comes back in and was effective. But there are other guys that have been crap all year. And... We saw the offensive line didn't cave like we thought it would, missing four starters. But it's not like the Packers were that dynamic offensively. They no, they hit they, some right. You you drive. look at the score and you think, you know, oh, thirty four points. The Packers, you know, Rodgers and the Packers were unbelievable. But you're absolutely right. I mean, watching that game, they they weren't bad, you know, and. I think we've gotten accustomed to talking about turnover. You know, I don't know if it's turnovers or stalled third down. Stalled third downs is what we've really talked about this year. And they just like they did enough yesterday. And, and Atlanta was horrible. Atlanta was what we thought the Cardinals would be the week before. The Cardinals decided to show up. Atlanta decided not to. Well, and, the Cardinals would have acted like that too had they been given the opportunity. Yeah. Pushed around a little bit at, <laughs> right. to begin with. Yeah. And you made a big point about that, Dan. Is like if the Packers just came out. And and push the Cardinals around. The Cardinals would have gone into a shell. Yeah. And You're, the Packers never made that statement last week. Anytime you want to join the conversation, uh, this is kind of a round table, roundhouse conversation, yeah. barbershop kind of thing. Uh, you can jump in at four one four seven nine nine one ninety seven three. I'm at uh, Twitter on uh, at on Twitter at Twitter on Twitter at NBA Ted. He's at D Needles twelve. He is at Mitch Nellis. That would be Thunder. Uh, and, speaking of which, uh, Rob and Ted, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a. A little left turn real quick for Dan, and then I want you to get you back to your turn it. signal on. Yes. Drive uh, safely. Rob writes in on Facebook. He said he uh, caught Dan. He caught you Saturday night, and he wants to know uh, when you're going to uh, trim up a little bit the, the neck, the neck, and, and uh, you know, he just, he's just concerned about the, the optics on T. I don't know. Hmm. He's, I, th- I think people are still getting used to the no hair beard look. Normally, I, uh, I trim the beard every Saturday. And I knew I was working two days on the air this week. Yeah. Oh. oh okay. So I just Nicely didn't done. care. It's funny because when we, we Rob, t- I'll worry about it. <laughs> worry about your own life. We, we well, you are you are a TV personality. We talked on when did we talk, Dan? Did I call you Friday afternoon? Yes. Right, because Delhi got traded, and I want to make sure you were okay because it's your favorite <laughs> player. Um, but it's funny when I called you. He's back tonight, though. Your old LinkedIn picture yeah. popped up. Or you or with hair, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's right. That's what he used to look like." I, All right, I'm, that's my side, Ted. I just want you to know, I'm going to put up front. I'm not meaning to snap at Rob or anybody else. I am crabby today. I am cranky. I am crabby. I'm going to be crabby for a number of reasons. Number one, I'm having an EGD colonoscopy tomorrow, which means oh. I have not been able to eat any solid food 
since Saturday. Uh, today you got Jello. I stopped to get some Jello. All I can eat what is color? Jello or what popsicles. Co- what's you got? Ted? I've what got green got? and orange. All I can <laughs> eat are green, <laughs> orange, and yellow. Green I love orange. green Jello. I can't man. have red or purple anything. Remember the old Star Trek when they used to eat food and it was like blocks of green and yellow stuff? Right, because that's because they'd figured out the nutritional it, values. Yeah, and you just it wasn't food. It came out of the replicator. This is yeah. what he's eating. And right. I don't particularly like Jello. It doesn't fill me up. I've been no. hungry for a couple of days. Not a feller. Uh, so I'm crabby with that. I'm really crabby that Chicago politics entered baseball. And for people who vote for the Hall of Fame, like Tom Hodricourt, I don't I don't know if Drew Olson still does. I think he does. I feel really he bad does. for them. He does. Because yeah, he was, these he was asshats a little... who voted for the, the Veterans Committee and put Harold Baines in the Hall of Fame last night. Jerry Reinsdorf and Tony La Russa, who was Baines' manager in Chicago, they're cronies. They got their cronies to vote for Harold Baines, and he's going in the Hall of Fame. He should be going into the Hall of Fame, like me, by buying a ticket or getting a credential. That's the only way Harold Baines should ever be in the Hall of Fame. He is a mediocre player. There's no, he never hit 30 home runs in a season. He had 100 RBIs twice. He played a long time, so he accumulated some stats. And it irritates the crap out of me that that flotsam and jetsam is going in the Hall of Fame, that they've lowered Ted, Dan the just standard. The show. Well, it's. I like it. I loved that the Baseball Hall of Fame actually had some integrity. Except for a few guys. There are a few guys in there in the past who got put in by their cronies. Bill Mazeroski is one. Frankie Frisch. Um, forgot uh, uh, Rick Farrell. Guys like that that have no business being in Scrubs. there. But it's not like the Basketball Hall of Fame, which every year has to put in a foreigner or two, a contributor or two, a woman or two. It's not for the best basketball players on the planet anymore. It's for all this other stuff. And it's just there's too many people in there. It's bloated. That's what the Baseball Hall of Fame is going to become. Because if Harold Baines went in, there's 50 other guys that should have gone in ahead of him that aren't in yet. And that irritated the crap out of me. But it was Chicago done. So congratulations, Jerry Reinsdorf. I was surprised that Lee Smith wasn't already in. He's another guy. You know, congrats. He was the dominant closer for two teams. Cardinals and Cubs during his era. He's he's another guy who piled up a lot of saves, and that's it's hard to gauge where saves are in baseball history. Raleigh Fingers, Goose Gossage, when they went in, Raleigh Fingers was the all-time saves leader with three hundred. Okay, it's it, Mariana Rivera. Rivera had almost double that. Are you telling me that? Guys with, with more save, John Franco, is he like a better relief pitcher than Raleigh Fingers was? No. Sometimes you don't have to use the metrics. If you use the metrics, then Billy Wagner should be in there. Well, no, Billy Wagner was not like this dominant player. To be in the Hall of Fame, you've got to be this guy that every year when the All-Star teams are picked, you're not getting picked just because your team needs a representative or because you got voted in by the fans. You're getting picked because you are a great player. There are very few of those, so they should be very few going into the Hall of Fame. But instead, we get Lee Smith. Congratulations, Lee Smith. You know, they didn't have enough Smiths in the Hall of Fame. He he played forever, so he piled up all these stats. I personally remember Lee Smith failing a lot in really important situations. I think he's more legit than Harold Baines, though. He is, but neither one should have been in. Last year, they set the bar pretty low when they put in 
Alan Trammell and Jack Morris, there were a lot of people that really disagreed with those selections. The Detroit Mafia must have gotten involved and got two former Tigers right, in. But that was by the writers, right? No. Oh, that was this it. That was in the same, same committee. So they have a veterans committee, they have the writers, and now they have the recently retired committee. It's it's the uh, the uh, the new era. I heard what it was called. Yeah, it, yeah. It doesn't make any sense to it, me. If you were going to put an infielder in from the Tigers from the 1970s and 80s, it's Lou Whitaker. It's not Alan Trammell. But whatever. At least they got their people in. So who's next? You know, is is Tom and Drew going to be able to get a cabal together to get Cecil Cooper and Ted Simmons in next? How about I mean, Jim Kantner? It's just, it devalues the absolute greatness of the Hall of Fame. You know, with the Packers' win yesterday, they still have playoff hopes. I think they're about 3.8%, like 4%. Is it really that much? Yeah, so, well, actually, the moon has to be in the seventh house. Jupiter has to align with Mars. Peace has to guide the planets. And the and, age of Aquarius has to dawn. love will steer the stars. <laughs> this is the dawning of the... So you're saying that the Packers have about as good a chance of making the playoffs as Harold Baines did of getting into the Hall of Fame. It could happen. Before this newfangled committee decided to form. He and, fell off the ballot because he only right. got like 5% That's of what the I don't votes. understand. Why is there even this voting? This is it, it was a good idea for some people that fell through the cracks, as the guy from the Baseball Hall of Fame said last night. He didn't fall through that crack. No. The people that voted right, him in not smoked a, crack. And if you're feeling better about the Packers win. <laughs> yes. See, I'm trying. I, I you're like trying, it. but I'm crabby. Uh, I'm, I'm crabby about the whole Packers If you season. feel better about the Packers game, they got to go play the Bears on Sunday. And look what the Bears did to the Rams. I mean, yeah, that, the weather did it to the Rams. Oh, but that defense was good. you got to give them credit. They were all over the Rams. You know, the Bears once had the 85 team that had a great defense. I don't know if you were able to notice that from the broadcast last night. <laughs> is that all they talked about? Pretty much, yeah. I was, I was watching the Milwaukee the basketball game. Bears. This, uh, no. The Bears are going to make the playoffs. They're going to get knocked out because defense will only take you so far. Yeah, their offense is not good. Trubisky no. is just, he's he's Jay Cutler. He's Rex Grossman. He, he is, yeah, good one. Rex Grossman. That's it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're underway, and when we come back, Jim Ozarski. Our Green and Gold insider who covers the Green and Gold in the city of Green and Gold with green in its name, Jim Ozarski, will talk about the Packers and the Falcons and the Packers and the Bears and the fact that the 5-7-1 Packers are still alive in the playoff picture in the National Football Conference of the National Football League. Crossover underway with TNT on the new 97.3 The Game. Every time I hear that music, I know what's next. It's this. This what? is what's but next. But you can't see past my shades. Past my shades. Yeah. Past my shades. Right. And you can't see past he my shades. He covers the green and gold. He is our green and gold insider who covers not only the green and the gold. He he covers the team in the city with green in its name. He's Jim Ozarski of the Journal Sentinel. And you can find his work at jsonline.com. He was watching the uh, Falcons-Packers yesterday. I asked the question, Jimmy O, did we learn anything about the Packers from yesterday's blowout of a bad Falcons team? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I guess I guess that they didn't, you know, mail it in uh, and, and decide to look towards January and some vacations. I mean, no, I, you know, we, we talked about this even during the last week guys it was this week was more about what were the packers going to do you know um 
how are they going to approach, you know, the head coach getting fired, interim coach Joe Philbin taking over? And, you know, I think there were things like, you know, the excellent third down conversion. They practiced that a little more uh, this week. Um, you know, those, those little attentions to details, like, for instance, on Tuesday, you know, more players than ever had shown up on the voluntary workout session. And Aaron Rodgers noted some extra attention to detail during the week. I think little things like that translated to a little better situational execution, one for one in the red zone. They kept drives alive. Um, so, you know, I, I guess that's Atlanta's terrible. <laughs> so they also took advantage of some of that stuff. You didn't see the terrible special teams gap that they usually have. You know, they took the ball away and, and scored a touchdown on defense first time in a year. So, you know, I just think the ball went their way a lot of ways, but also, you know, they paid attention this week, and I think it showed up with a pretty comfortable win Sunday. How much of that paying attention this week do you think was them being shaken to the core a little bit about their own professional mortality? In other words, Mike McCarthy was fired. Uh-oh. What about me? Because it's, it's always, there. that's the bottom line always with everybody in that business is me. Oh, 100%. Um, that, that's why, you know, guys are pretty, you know, uh, even keel, if you will, when we talk about personnel moves or injuries or coaches getting fired. It's, it's always sounds very clinical, but that's how they have to approach it. And they always say, well, I got to do my job. Um, now, look, you would have thought, Trading Haha Clinton Dix and Ty Montgomery and cutting Jermaine White <laughs> would have made that message clear, um, considering the role those guys played at the time. But yeah, it's the head coach, 13 years. Um, the guy running the show, they fire Winston Moss on Tuesday. You know, when, when other people start, you know, in those positions, lose their jobs, um, you know, especially for tenured guys who maybe, ah, I heard this before. I, yeah, I know this. You know, maybe maybe that comes through a little bit, uh, for sure. And I think that's a reason team. One reason teams make such moves is they they hope there is a little bit of a rebound. Jim Ozarski is with us on the uh, the crossover on the new ninety seven point three The Game Sports Talk that rocks. Um, I've seen this a lot when NBA coaches get fired, and it's called the coach bump. And you get a little coach bump when you make a change. So they got their coach bump yesterday. The reality is they got to go play the Bears on Sunday. I don't know that the coach bump can last very long. What did you think of the Bears' defense last night? Well, yeah. Well, first of all, you mentioned the NBA, and, and I, I guess the Packers can be happy that they're not dealing with what the Chicago Bulls are going through with Jim Boy, We're going to get to that later. That that was mutiny. Mutiny, I'm saying. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, three days into an interim. Um, yeah, the Bears' defense, look, I they're – just as good as week one, in my opinion. I mean, they're, well, they're better because first-round draft pick Roquan Smith is on the field. That He was the one missing link to that group back when Aaron Rodgers put 24 on them in the second half, which, by the way, remains the fourth most points scored against that team this year. Um, done in one half. And, uh, and a little nugget, it took overtime for two of those teams to get to 30, and New England needed two special teams touchdowns to get to 30. So, yeah, it, it's going to be a Mike Pettin, Vic Fangio game. Um, they're really, really good. You know, Los Angeles, that offense doesn't travel well. Um, I think Packers fans saw that up close at, in, in L.A. 
where you can do things in that offense. Um, the Bears are just at such an elite level that unlike the Packers, you know, they were able to do it for 60 minutes. Green Bay did it for, what, three quarters? So, yeah, no, they're, they're really good. Uh, that third down efficiency, attention to detail is, is going to have to carry over for another week. And, and for what it's worth, guys, the Packers do have whatever sliver of playoff hope alive. Uh, they will hang on to that. The game means a lot to the Bears. They're, they are now in the mix for a bye and home field for, for a game or two. Um, so there's, there's going to be an intensity this week that I think most fans would have thought would be there you know, way back at the start of the season. Jim, I wasn't at the game, and, and I need you to help me out. I, I was watching, and I saw this guy with long hair, and I think he got a sack. Um, I he I think he used to be Clay Matthews, and there was a guy that looked a lot like Randall Cobb that scored a touchdown. Am I right? What, was this uh, Back to the Future Day or what? <laughs> yeah, Clay Matthews' first sack since Los Angeles, speaking of. That's a long time. Um, it, you know what's interesting, guys, is Clay Matthews has probably become one of their better run defenders on the edge over the last you know half dozen weeks. Yeah, his, his role is, has changed. Um, they need him to do that more often because, frankly, they don't have the depth at outside linebacker due to injury or, or youth to let him run after the quarterback. So, yeah, he he got a sack. He, he forced uh, some holds from, you know, a fellow Matthews. Um, and and uh, Randall Cobb, it, you know, the, what a great throw by Aaron Rodgers to, to zip it over the head of a linebacker uh, into a tight window. Um, you know, for what it's worth, Especially with Cobb guys, you know, they've that's been missing elements of the offense. You know, he's not a twelve catch guy, but on the field, Mister just feel a little better. I don't think there's any coincidence, you know, that he comes back and and you think a little healthier and more into the game flow than a week ago, and, and things worked a little better. Um, so yeah, they're 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 going to need that going forward, but I don't really know how that if that changes their futures at all though. Talking to Jim Ozarski of the Journal Sentinel. You can find his work at jsonline.com. Uh, everybody's worried about the offensive line because of all of the injuries, and yet they... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Seemed to hold up pretty well. They they did run block well. Aaron Jones got off. They protected Rodgers pretty well. Were you surprised by that? A little bit because that's a legitimate pass rushing front for Atlanta. You know, um, Vic Beasley and Bruce Irvin and Grady Jarrett, those guys get after the quarterback. Um, they did well. Yeah, Lucas Patrick, and, and I'm sure he'll go down, as, at least for this year, if he doesn't play anymore, uh, is, is running downfield and sort of inciting a melee. But no, he, and he mentioned it. He said, look, I, I practiced for 10 weeks with David Bakhtiari in the offseason when Lane Taylor was recovering from surgery. And he's a smart kid, and, and he really drew on that, he said, in terms of the two of them working. And then on the other side, Justin McCray, Jason Spriggs had all week to work together uh, and be ready to start. And I think for a guy like Spriggs, guys, he's a guy who needs to know his role going into a game. And I think 
that was his best effort of the season. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to go in for a snap at Minnesota and line up over Everson Griffin. <laughs> and it's a whole other thing to, you know, have five days of practice and, and know you're starting. So at least for one week, guys, they, I thought those three backups uh, fared pretty well. Jim, uh, the beginning of the game kind of gets overshadowed by what happened uh, the rest of the game. But for those watching at the start, it was infuriating to see the Packers challenge two of the first three plays and lose two of the first three plays. Now, it, it wasn't like Joe Philbin was sitting there thinking, hmm, how can I really fire up the team? I'll challenge two plays early. I mean, it was just, it was organic to way the, the, the way the game went, but... He had the what, – what did he say afterwards about that whole fiasco? Yeah, especially after a big win, it's easy to, to forget it and easy to joke about it, which is what he did. He's like, well, let me get – I think his quote was, uh, you know, let me get these out of my pocket. I got other things to worry about um, as the game goes on. But, I, look, I, in the context of the game, I could understand the first deep ball to Julio Jones on J.R. Alexander. We had no idea at that moment you know, a player two in, that Mike Pettin was going to put the rookie on on Julio Jones and match him one-on-one all game long, except for a couple instances in the red zone. Um, So to me, and I don't know if that was behind Joe Philbin's reasoning, but, you know, Alexander matched up, fought hard, popped the ball out at the end. It looked like it, uh, you know, all the things were moving. We'll rehash that. That one I was okay with, I think, in the context of, the confidence for this rookie setting a tone defensively. And, you know, obviously it was a big play. The second one, I think he just caught up, got caught up in the heat of it. You know, his coaches and his players were losing their mind. It was on the Packers sideline. Um, and I think he just kind of, and he kind of hesitated and tossed it. Um, that one definitely, I, I'm sure he'd like to have back. And, and on a serious note, he did say, you know, look, maybe we need to review how we go about, you know, the information I receive to make those decisions. When you, when you look at things, uh, you look back at the season and say, man, that, that was a positive for the team. Is Jair Alexander going to be right at the top? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, and that's been trending that way pretty much all season long. And, and I think Sunday was sort of the culmination of that. You know, Julio Jones is a physical mismatch for, for any corner. And, and look, Jair Alexander's seven inches shorter and – 35 pounds <laughs> lighter. Um, and look, it, and, and he got lucky. You know, there was going to be a 71-yard post caught on him where Jones was wide open and Matt Ryan missed. Um, but, hey, that, that happens, right? Julio Jones also had a, a catch uh, given back to him, right? So, you know, in this league, the way it's geared, you know, no corner is going to be perfect. Revis Island, those days are, are kind of gone. But... It was a tremendous uh, show of faith, I guess, by Mike Patton to say, okay, he's that good, meaning Alexander, that we need him to shadow Julio Jones and make everyone else have to beat us. And, uh, yeah, no doubt Brian Gutekunst, look, it's been a long time. When's the last first-round pick that you could say, you know, turning in Pro Bowl-level play as a rookie, 16 games, that, that, that's quite a home run for the new general manager.
I will say, however, uh, Burke Griffin works at uh, the CBS affiliate up in Green Bay. He tweeted, is Alexander turning into a modern-day Terrell Buckley? For those who were around for the T-Buck days, he had tremendous ability. He had tremendous confidence. He fumbled a lot of punts, which Alexander is starting to do, and his bravado sometimes got him beat a little too much. But Alexander's bigger. Yeah, I... Well, the, the punts, I think, I mean, we'll see this going forward. I think if, if you were to ask Mike McCarthy or Joe Philbin, um, they would prefer to not have him back there. I, I think a, a proper kick returner is on the list for the offseason. I think, frankly, with Trevor Davis, they just had no other options. They just couldn't keep putting Tremont Williams back there because, let's face it, Tremont Williams had a couple of game-changing mistakes. Um and obviously a lot of other responsibility. And you notice Randall Cobb back there at the end of the game. I guess we'll see going forward. Um, I, I, I think Jair Alexander was definitely option three or four <laughs> to go in. If you think about how the season's depth chart, if everyone was healthy, would have played out behind Davis, Cobb, Williams, and then the rookie. So that part of the Buckley thing, I will. Let's, we have to kick that can down the road in fairness, I think. Um, now in terms of confidence, here's the interesting thing. I think... Jair Alexander and Will Packers fans, I think, will learn this as time goes. Yes, he is confident. Yes, you see the swagger on the field. When the lights of the cameras come on, he leaves the face paint on for the interview. He'll, he'll kind of do all that. But when all that goes off, he's a different guy. I think he's well aware of the entertainment aspect of his job. Uh, he's well aware of the, the spotlight that's on him when – you're matched up with Julio Jones. So I think, um, but to me, that makes him fun, guys. He's a guy who kind of gets it <laughs> in that way. Uh, I mean, we'll see as the years go on, um, you know, how, if it stays that way. But at least for now, I think, uh, I, I don't know if those comparisons are, are quite uh, accurate just yet. All right, Jim, thanks for your time this morning and uh, enjoy the rest of your day uh, up in Green Bay. Yeah, don't worry, Ted. I will lead a, uh, a revolt of all uh, of. <laughs> You know, sports talk radio with with some rock. I'll um, yeah, we, I don't know. Yeah, we we're should. gonna we're gonna mutiny against you. All right, thank okay. you. Thank you, Jim. Uh, that's uh, Jim Ozarski of the Journal Sentinel. You can find his work at jsonline.com. And he comes to us uh, from and courtesy of who? Yeah, he's brought to us by our friends at AF Technical Resources. Just Google AF Technical Resources. They are Southeastern Wisconsin's best solution for all your IT and IT security needs. See, uh, here's what people have to know legally. We have to say. We can say right now, like I can say the word Packers right now. I can say the word Packers, and that's all legal and everything. Right, and but, you and you can ask Jim how the Packers how, play. How the Packers did, but when yeah. we say he's covering, we can't say the Packers. We have to say the Green and Gold, right, or Title Town yep. Insider, or, or Green Bay Insider, or Green Cream Blue and White. Yeah, well, insider. you guys might have to, but I'm not gonna <laughs> screw it. And if I get us all in trouble, I don't care. Okay, that's illegal on line one, Dan. That's legal on line one. Hey, Ted, I say we let Dan do the ins and outs the rest of the show. Um, hey, you was... eat Jello and and <laughs> with donuts sitting right there, yeah. and you can't touch them. All right. So which was better, the orange or the uh, green, the green. Jello? green? Green, green was better. Green's yeah. good. It was, I like green Jello. It's sugar-free Jello too, oh. so that makes it even better. What are you doing better. that for? 
Well, now one, today you decide to pay attention to, it, to your health issues. Well, I'm a diabetic. You know? I, yeah, you're a diabetic. Hi, donut bear clawed. Those aren't sugar free. I'm going to be sitting on the toilet, or as Archie Regardless. Bunker used to say, the turlet all day. Well, that's a anyway, picture. that's a picture. So I you might as well see. go all in. Well, yeah, I'm gonna get that out of I'm my just, head now. Hey, can somebody bring some with sugar Jello? No, to the studio. No, no, Would I've you had eat enough. it? So you wouldn't eat it? No, I ate Jello yesterday. I just ate four of these little right. things. I got. Well, four somebody bring some green Jello with some beef broth. Or, so, mm, so now we're uh, talking. Chicken broth is good if you heat it up just right, and uh, you know you kind of I mean, sw- something. Yeah, but you want to put you in like goldfish in crackers or well, no, something in there. That. I can't or do chicken anything. and noodles. No, all right. So or rice so or matzo you, balls. All right, so you're, you're off tomorrow because you're getting this procedure, and and I've I've had a colonoscopy done. You're having a little bit more than that, but I mean. Uh, and you can't eat before, and so uh, Thunder's had it too, and we yep. both did the same thing. As soon as we got out, we went someplace and just slammed down some food. Are you going to do that? I'm not allowed to drive. Well, I know you got yep. somebody's got to yep. take I you. I couldn't yeah, drive, which yep. is crazy. I can take an Uber there, mm-hmm. but somebody that I know has to pick me up. I can't take an Uber home, right? Because yep. you're going to be out of it, and an right. Uber could take could, advantage of you. Right. Take, drive through the your, drive-in at cops. Your pants will be down by by your ankles if you take an Uber home. I, I think the last time I did this, I was pretty by like six o'clock at night. I was pretty awake. I yeah. was pretty with yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was hungry. Yep. So I've got a special pizza. Ooh. Ready for me for tomorrow that I'll eat when I'm hungry. I just okay. I I don't know how much out of it I'll be, right? You know, or how un- hungry you'll be right away. You might need that nap first, right? Yeah. And they might find an alien inside of me too that <laughs> they have to remove yeah. right away. No, so. they'll, they'll find some more uh, stuff in there. I remember Red that. Rob. Red Rob. I remember that part of the movie. That was scary. That thing coming out of that guy's chest. Woo! I still can't get over that. I see that in my dreams. Oh. oh. I mean, you, you, takes, you and me have some different dreams, Ted. Deep impression. All it takes yeah, is one talking horse in this world, <laughs> and it will change our minds forever. Forever. Yeah. There might be an alien that all of a sudden pop out of somebody. Like, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ah! Uh, later in the program, we're going to get to the Bucks win over the Raptors because that was their best win of the year. That was awesome. This, that was a significant win and last And without night. a guy scoring 20 points, right? Yeah. Giannis had 19 and they won. Uh, and and Brogdon showed some stones. Onions. Cajones. Onions. Mr. Big Shot hit two big ones. Uh, we'll also talk about the Bulls mutiny. That was a weird story over the weekend. They were throwing a coach overboard. And we'll come back and talk about Winston Moss. I guess we have to. Uh, this is the new 97.3 The Game. The crossover with TNT, Ted Needles and Thunder. Back after this important message. Rock the Casbah. Rock the Casbah. Alright, uh, back on the crossover. The new 97.3 The Game. It is sports talk that rocks. Boy, it's good to be on FM. Just we sound so good on FM. I don't need two minutes in Ted's head. I need two hours in Ted's head. I just want to see what goes on in there. It's just <laughs> I love it's being just, on. It's just out there. You know, before when we when uh, when when you took us under a bridge, you couldn't hear our voices. They disappeared. Now we're on this uh, this beautiful FM quality, and 
you know, there are those who want to be on FM, but, uh, you know, only a few are chosen. Some are still stuck on that antiquated AM dial. Not us. We're here on the FM dial. So uh, thanks for joining us here on the crossover TNT, Ted Needles and Thunder. So uh, Winston Moss goes on the Fox pregame show and decides to throw another log on the fire. And, and this we must point out. Winston Moss has not talked to any Wisconsin media since June. He was the only assistant coach not made available the entire season by the Packers. Right. The famous um, back and forth news with, conference. Yeah, where he uh, where he was giving one word, weird answers, and then Jason Wildey said, What do we do to you? Yeah, yeah. Have we, has something happened? Where's Winston who are you? So, of course, if you want to revive your career, go on a show with uh, Dave Wanstead and. And Colin Cowherd and, and Tony uh, Gonzalez right. and yeah. Carissa and, Thompson. All right. Is that who that is? So uh, during the interview, he kind of dropped this little stink bomb. Do you have it there, uh, Thunder? Here we go. <laughs> who would be a good fit for Aaron Rodgers at head coach? Aaron Rodgers has been the head coach for the last nine years. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Interesting. Okay. Just joking. Just joking. Just joking. Then Carissa says, no, you're not. Yeah. He was not joking. I, I think he believes it. And and then they asked him, do you think he'll be involved in the hiring process? Of course he, not. He said no. He's winking. Wink. He's winking the he's whole winking time. winking the whole time. All right. Winston Moss um, isn't trying to make any friends in the NFL, is he? Well, here's here's there are only two possibilities here. Uh, he doesn't work want to work in the NFL again. Because, uh, by the way, let me just say this. There's probably some truth in what he's saying. Absolutely. But the truth is irrelevant today. And I mean that it is irrelevant in so many areas. It's it's irrelevant in entertainment. It's irrelevant in media. It's irrelevant in politics. It's irrelevant in sports. The truth has gone the way of the dodo bird. It is extinct. You can't tell the truth anymore. So uh, Winston Moss goes on this thing, and there's only two possibilities here. A, he doesn't want to work in the NFL again. Or B, he knows that Mike McCarthy is going to get a job next year and that McCarthy will hire him, and that's why he's free to say these things. And he doesn't have to be politically correct. That's right. And he made no apologies for that. I mean, he no. was, you know, his his five-and-a-half-minute interview uh, with, with the folks from Fox Sports, NFL, whatever it was, I mean, he was he was outgoing. He was friendly. He laughed a lot. But he just looked like a smarmy jag bag. His tweet that he sent out was not intended as a rip on the organization or Aaron Rodgers. Right, it, it was, was just to fans. let the fans know what was going on. <laughs> right. Uh, very confusing. Uh, so, you know, you got that. And that just throws another layer on this thing. Look, look, we know Aaron Rodgers was involved in McCarthy leaving at what level? Who knows? But it, it was clear that uh, Rodgers and McCarthy weren't on the same page a lot. And this is the way sports work. They're not going to get rid of Aaron Rodgers, so somebody had to go. Uh, the guys on the NFL pregame show, Jimmy Johnson, uh, Strahan, uh, Huey Long, Howie Long, Huey Long, Howie Long, Huey Long was a politician in yes. Louisiana, Howie Long and, and Bradshaw, they were pretty hard on the Packers for letting a guy like McCarthy go who had done so much for them. Uh, so you've got... You know, you've got the Packers getting beat up a little bit for what they did. I, I still think probably in the long run it was the right thing to do. I don't. I do. I still think that he deserved to finish out the season. The whole argument of, oh, he would have been facing questions all season about the distractions and when is he going to get fi- – well, they're, what was last week? 
Well, that's done it's now, all though. Questions. Will it be? Yeah, it's done now because Philbin's not going to be the guy. You can sit there and go, well, if he does well in these last three games, he's going to get a chance. No, he's not. Joe no, Philbin is not going to get the rest of the season, people are going to ask Clay Matthews, hey, do you think this is your last year in Green Bay? Randall Cobb, hey, do you think this is your last year in Green right, Bay? But, but, those but what does that have anything to do with McCarthy? That would have come no, up anyway. It's, it's all, the, the point I mean, is these anyway. are all distractions. It, it, you're, just because you fired the coach now so he can go get another job like that's going to happen right now, that's not going to stop questions that have nothing to do with football. That's still that's true. all that's going to happen. Right, I Aaron think you Rogers. fire McCarthy because you fire McCarthy. It just, to me, it's still, looking back on it, it was a, uh, a knee-jerk reaction. To the loss of the Cardinals. Ex- it, yes, and yep. it's exactly what the fans would have done. And you're supposed to be above the fray. I think... Mark Murphy would tell you he'd been above the fray for a long time and that it just reached that point where he couldn't anymore. Should Belichick be fired because the Dolphins scored on a 69-yard touchdown on the final play of the game? How could you have Gronkowski out there to try to tackle a guy? Blah, 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 blah. No. I mean, you can ask that question, though. But it's but, just, and that's, but not that's, the same. That's every situation is different, right? So Belichick has five Super Bowl titles. But right. I, knee-jerk reactions, the NFL... Things happen every week. Okay? They could have done the same knee-jerk thing in 2014 and in 2016. Sure. But they didn't. And what happened? They turned it around and got better. I don't and, think, and I don't think they were going to this year right, because of the Mark personnel Murphy, and everything else. You're right, but I think Mark Murphy felt that it wasn't going to turn around. I'm just watching, it wasn't going to get better. I'm just watching this play again. How did they pull this off? It, it, there's the one, Okay, there's the one lateral. Teams try it 20 times yep. in the NFL season. It never works. Remember? That dude had a long you, way to go, too, Dan, on that last lateral. Do you remember when the Saints did it at Carolina with Joe Horn, and, and then, then the guy missed the extra, extra point? point. Yes. They did it to tie the game, but then they missed the extra point and lost by a point? Yes. And that was when extra points were still 20 yards. It it, it just, you know, you see more Hail Marys, 10 to 1. Right. Well, that's Hail why, Marys over something like this. And that's why they had Gronkowski in. But it's not like they had the ball it's at midfield. Ryan Tannehill. Right, you had the ball at the 31-yard line. I don't know that you need your Hail Mary package in. You need your, you know, I don't know. It, I, it, there were some... It, you can you can second-guess Belichick on that one, I think. There were some crap NFL games yesterday. There were some great NFL games. The the Chiefs, Ravens, yeah. Mahomes, th- making no Is Lamar Jackson, and, can he, I mean, is he okay? I mean, he's okay today. But is he? Can he play in this league long term? Yeah, uh, he's not. He's not Mahomes. No, no, no. Is, no, he, no, is he a better version of RG three? Because he's kind of got that same quality of run first and maybe pass. He's going to have to be a little more accurate. But right. he's got a big arm. Got, I mean, he has the strength. He's got. He's got a chance. He kept them in that game. Yeah. Um, but Mahomes twice on the the drive to tie it he, on fourth down and the the, the Cowboys Eagles game the Cowboys Eagles game was which great. was awful for a half yes. and yeah. then it just picked up yes. and there were some right. really entertaining games and some duds like you yes. said some you know some games where you just want to throw them in the uh, down the d- disposal and get rid of them forever the only thing missing on that Dolphins run was the Stanford band I kept the yeah. Stanford band should have run out there and he should have run over a tuba player or whatever that guy ran over as a Patriots fan I'm just happy Gronkowski didn't get hurt but the Patriots had a real chance to get home field throughout they win yesterday they're still one game behind Kansas City but they beat them head to head and a lot changed with not only with Kansas City winning 
And then you've got New Orleans and the Rams and yep. the Bears. There's a lot to play for in the final games of the season. Yeah, this, this should be interesting. I, I'm excited for the, you know, as much as I'm not excited. And I'll tell you what, Dan wrote in, not you, Dan. Dan wrote in on Twitter, and he said, uh, responding uh, to all of us at NBA Ted at Dneedles12 at Mitch Snow, says, I felt like I did when I watched the Packers in the 70s and 80s. They are out of the playoffs and beat a bad team and felt nothing at the end of the game. They are a bad team beating another bad team. And that's kind of how I felt also. But you're right. There are some there are some exciting things to look for at the end of the regular season. And I think the Packers have a nice test this week. I, I'll be honest. I was a lot more entertained by basketball this weekend. Oh. Marquette, mm-hmm. Wisconsin well, yeah. was a great game. Yep. Bucks raptors last Raptors-Raptors. night was a fantastic game. Yeah, we'll get to that in the 11 o'clock. We're going to get to that. I promise. I promise. I know. I'm following the the sports talk Bible. I have my hand on it right now. Thou shalt you playing lead the hits with the Packers. Thou shalt lead with the Packers. Um, um. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing in my head. Let's go to my. I head. like that. It's time for two minutes inside the head of Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not the best idea we've ever had. What do you think you're going to impress with that crap? Have you noticed that we live in the outrage age? That's what I call it, the outrage age. Everything makes people outraged. We live in a 24-7 outrage culture. So here's the latest. People in Egypt are, wait for it, Angry outraged. About- they're angry about Harold Baines? No, they're outraged after a Danish man posted a picture of himself having sex yes. with a naked woman. I thought they were just naked. On top of the Great Pyramid. No, they were in a they're, position. They're- with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They're making it. They were doing it right, right there on the top of the Great Pyramid. How do you balance? So, so apparently this Danish photographer is known for taking these types of pictures all around the world. Yep. So he wasn't he wasn't the male of the couple. It was a couple who was up there, and he was the photographer. Right. And, and the Great Pyramid is, of course, 4,500 years old. The, the Dane was just simply following the advice of the Bengals when they said, blank like an Egyptian, blank like an Egyptian. I think like it. Walk. Well, well I, you can add another word if you want. Okay. Yeah. Bouncy bounce like an Egyptian? <laughs> is that a... Is that, is that, is that, I've I never been the to the pyramids, but don't they come to a pointy top? No, there's a big flat part up there, and that's where they were. Oh. I, you can look at the pictures. They're, uh, well, I'm not I, I allowed the to pictures. have porn on my phone. I clicked so. on the link on CNN, no, this, and no, CNN no. did not have the pictures. I'll no, have this, to go to is, a more reputable sh- website. This is show prep. This, you can get away with this on HR. They call you in, they go watch this. You go, oh, that's show prep. I can't, I can't help. We've got a show to do. Lots of newsrooms had that same thing this summer with Stormy Daniels. Who is Stormy Daniels? Who is this about the president? That's right. you got to look that up. All right. Uh, that's the first hour. Here we go. Susanna Hoffs. You know, I wonder what they look I mean, it was Susanna Hoffs and everyone else, wasn't it? Yes. She, was, a, un, she was very attractive. She was hot. Yes. yes. wonder what she looks like now. 
You know uh, what? I just yeah. saw her yeah. on a uh, show on CNN. They yeah. did like the decade of the eighties, and she's still attractive. Yeah, still attractive. Okay. Yep. Because yep. you know, my one of my uh, one of my highs. But you know what Susanna Haas would say to you, uh, you Ted? What? You know, one of the hotties from when I was growing up was Linda Ronstadt. Mm-hmm. She was really hot when she was with the Stone Ponies. She didn't age well. Neither did I. <laughs> uh, your beard's aging well, though. It's getting really scraggly, and I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to start looking like... Uh, you want some? Come get some. Who was that guy? In uh, The Lost Boys, one of the, uh, one of the actors... Jason Patrick? No, um... One of the Corys, Hayes. Wasn't Corey, no, wasn't Kiefer. He's got like three names, three right okay. in it. He was also in um, Sarah Michelle Geller. No, no, no you're no. talking about nice Sarah Michelle <laughs> Geller, by the way. He was but, also in Red Dawn. Uh, Howell. Uh, uh, C. Thomas Howell. C. Thomas Howell. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I've seen him interviewed on the NFL Network. They do these top ten things, and he was like one of the people talking. He's yeah. got this beard, like oh, really? Jim Carrey, huh. halfway yeah. down his chest. <laughs> All right, that's the first hour of the crossover with TNT on the new 97.3 The Game. That means the second hour is next. Stay with us. Back after this. That would be us on the new 97.3 The Game. Sports talk that rocks. Oi. 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 I just like the oi. I've always wanted to get paid to say oi on the radio. Is that Australian or Yiddish? Oi. I think uh, ACDC is Australian. I think they're Australian. So it would be, uh, it's yeah. that rare Australian Yiddish mix. Ah, <laughs> that it's a mashup. Oi, bay. I like it. That's right. You know what else honks my horn? Oh, jeez. Here, here we go. Here we go. Let me make, here we go. Let me put another one on the list. Here we go. All right, what? It turns out that last year, the two best football players oh, we got in all on the of phone. college football we're in the Oklahoma quarterback room. How about okay. that? Baker Mayfield and whatever that guy's Kyler name. Murray. Now, why does that honk your horn? Kyler Murray posted a lot of really big stats. Tua oh. Tagovailoa didn't Beat. even play in the second half right. of most games yes. to pile up those yep. stats. Yep. People penalized him for one bad half in the SEC championship game when he was playing hurt. And he got hurt. Right. Exactly. And he doesn't win the Heisman. I I hope Alabama wins by 70 over I'm, Oklahoma. I'm with you. I'm I with never, you on this one. I never pull for Alabama. Why would you pull for Alabama? I hate Alabama. That's I'm, not sure. I'm not rooting for Alabama. Quarterback but I agree about this. Two years in a row. That's the uh, system. The, 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 I didn't think this was even questionable. I thought Tua had this award, and it was. And I don't really There's care too about many the Heisman. People that vote, but to give a quarterback from the Big 12 the Heisman, you better do something I've never seen before. Because those games are 64-54 every week. And I know that's not his fault that they don't play defense in he, that conference. And he's a great player. Yes. But but Tua did it against top that... 10 teams. He didn't play for I mean, if he had played four quarters of every game, his numbers would have dwarfed the Oakland A's pitcher's numbers. So I'm with you. I'm with you on this one, Dan. Um, I know. I know Ted's a Big Twelve apologist because he's a Texas guy. Well, no, I'm just a Texas Tech fan, which means I'm used to getting my nads kicked. That's so, true. You know, I, I'm used to that. Um, anytime you want to join us, jump in. This is like a roundtable discussion. You can join us. You can just call up and say, "Hey, I want to." If you you know have something good, uh, you can call us up at four one four seven nine nine one ninety seven three on Twitter. I, I'm at uh, at NBA Ted. He's at D Needles Twelve. Thunder is at Mitch Nellis and. Uh, so we were talking about your beard, which you were saying is getting a little scruffy. 
And back during the day when I I grew a beard and I grew like a I grew something on my face. It was something it was on there. I never liked the neck hair because it just kind of it, it bothered me. the The hair on my face didn't bother me, but the neck hair bothered me. So I would shave my neck. Do you like neck hair? Because you got neck hair. Since I don't have any hair on my head anymore, <laughs> it all went south. It it, it did. It migrated. Ooh, it migrated. Yeah. I don't, I don't it, wanna... it, the caravan got together on the top of Dan's head, and it went down to his neck. I don't want to. And see... he hadn't built the wall yet, and so it's on his neck. My God, don't take your shirt off. <laughs> Hey, no comment. So I also am rocking the neck hair. I have passed the itchy phase. I hate the itchy phase. It lasts for about three or four days. But once you get through it, then you're fine. And then it's then you're warm for the winter. I made the decision last year when I grew the beard. I just got lazy and said, I don't want to try to figure out a line where I have to shave to make <laughs> it just perfect every time. So I'll just let that part grow. I don't care. I'm 55. I don't care. I, if I got to wear diapers, I don't care. <laughs> See, I've got to reach this point, too, and I knew this yesterday. I would yesterday. love to wear diapers. I knew this I yesterday. Just pee, I could be peeing right now. I knew this yesterday. Here's what happened to me yesterday. And I, I got to Toronto yesterday, and I had what I was going to wear to the game. And so... I, I I pull out my stuff, and I realize that I've got one navy blue sock, one black sock. Oh, yeah. They're not even the same length. One is like a little shorty, and one is up to the mid-calf. And in years past, when I was younger, I might have said, well, you know, i got to go out and get some socks that match. Now I went, screw it. I put on the black sock. I put on the blue sock. I was with blue pants. I went and did the game. I didn't care. And you know what? They won, so now you have to. Keep <laughs> oh yeah, you got to do it tonight too, Ted. You got to do it. You got to find the other one from each pair. I have breaking news. I have breaking news officially from our best friends over at Pfizer Forum. April twentieth, which I believe is four twenty. Oh, that's the uh, that's the pot day, isn't it? I I wouldn't know anything about I think that. Think it's Ted. the pot day. Um, but Godsmack. Rock band Godsmack, featuring special guest Volbeat, will perform at Pfizer Forum April 20th. All right. Oh, if big... I could only see Volbeat before I die. Is this a big deal, Godsmack? Play me one thing from Godsmack. Oh, boy. I don't even know what God... I don't think so. one song from them. All right. It, it'll take a minute to load, so All right. pretend like you're talking about something important. Okay. Uh, now I have Godsmack on my mind. Is that is that the same as Gobsmack? I, I think it's different, but I'm not sure. Um, so, Ted, you were in Toronto. I was. Uh, How's do you? I know that you more often than not just go and get you know Subway or something. Is Toronto one of those places where you get something a little bit better? Are there good restaurants? I've never been to Toronto. There are good restaurants, but you have to spend money when you go. In there. I, I understand, but maybe sometimes, you, as you've told us, there are times where the team goes out or, no, not or this there's time. a sponsor dinner. Not this time. No, so I was on my own, which means per diem maintenance is the I'm main. I'm not the one who's so far away when I feel the snake bite enter my brain. Never did I want to be here again. Do they actually sing at any point? And I don't remember why okay, I came. they're getting here. Okay. Now some screaming. <laughs> April 20th, by Sir Forum. Sounds like Stevie Ray Vaughan. No, not Stevie Ray Vaughan. It's not bad. Heavy bass. All right, that's enough.
All right. I'll say one thing I'll about it. For you. Say one thing about the arena. They're keeping that place busy. That right? they are. I mean, there's an event all the time. I bet they're gonna hit what 200 events this year, probably something. Along Way up. more than what the Bradley Center saw. There's one tonight. It's the return of Delhi. Man, I miss. Guess it. who's back? Back again. <laughs> I was so Deli's excited back. on Friday after seeing the details of that. And Sam Decker, do you realize how few players have played high school basketball, college basketball, and pro basketball in Wisconsin? Uh, Tony Smith did briefly with the Bucks. Did Jeff Nordgaard play high school? Uh, in he did. He's, no, he didn't. No, he's no, from he's Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. Um, okay. Um, uh, Tony Bennett should have. Should have. Uh, Jim Jones, but he didn't play with the Bucks. Steve Novak. Steve oh, Novak. Yeah, Steve okay. Novak, sure. yeah, I believe that's the list right there. Tony Smith. Two and Steve guys. Novak. That's it. Who oh. are like Decker was going to be number three. Wow. And they traded him. That lasted about what eight seconds? It didn't last long. No. Even his, his wife, the uh, the lovely Mrs. Olivia Harlan. Oh, Decker, she was heartbroken. She on was Twitter. Twitter. She tweeted. She was out with smiley face. On Twitter. And, and, and then of, and then the big cr- tears out yeah, of her eyes. Yeah, because all of a Twitter, sudden, Twitter exploded. Wisconsin Twitter exploded when that trade was originally announced because the Woj bomb just said Bucks Cavs Decker's in the trade and. What was it? Ten, maybe fifteen minutes later. Yeah. So, so we had a good fifteen minutes of thinking slamming Sammy Decker was going to become the new three-point specialist for our Milwaukee Bucks. But yeah. they got George Hill, and he is—is is he going to be in uniform now? Well, he was in uniform last he night. Was. Okay. And was he? I, yeah, they were both oh, in uniform, both right. active. And I talked to Budenholzer before the game, uh, and he told the assembled media there. This is what he told the media in his assembled media session, talking to the media. He said that um, uh, that they hadn't had a practice, they hadn't had a shoot-around. Yeah. And in a game like this, as big as that game was, it wasn't fair to throw him out there. Yeah. With that said, Tony Snell, who kind of is the forgotten man from time to time, I thought Tony Snell had a really strong game last night. You know, um, the first time they played, we know that Kawhi didn't play and Leonard didn't play. Kawhi, I mean, and, Kawhi Giannis, and Giannis yeah. didn't right. play. So last night they're out there. And uh, I thought the way they matched up was interesting. I kind of thought they might guard each other more. They didn't. For the most part, Chris Middleton guarded Kawhi Leonard. And I thought defensively, Middleton did a good job on him. He did okay. He got going in the fourth quarter, but then late, they they shut him down a little bit. Uh, Then Giannis was guarded by Pascal Siakam for most of the game. Siakam is annoying. I mean, good good annoying. Yeah, he's, he's, Yeah. He's a pretty good player. He's developed. So you win a game where Giannis only has 19. But 19 rebounds. 19 rebounds. He almost had a 20-20. all over the board. And then you're down 97-94 after that shot by Leonard that hits the rim, goes up and hits the glass, and then goes in, and you think, man, it's just not your freaking night. 97-94. I said something else to myself. Not on the air. In Ted's head. In in Ted's head, I said, it's not your freaking night. And then Brogdon hits not one, but two huge cojone Three pointers, one to tie it at ninety-seven, one to put him up one hundred to ninety-seven on passes by Middleton. Give yeah. Middleton credit. Well, well, there was great passing on both. Yes. The second one, uh, Bledsoe underneath the basket kicks it out to Lopez, who made the extra pass. Yep. I was a little worried they were overpassing on that one, but then it ended up in Brogdon's hands, wide open. He's ice, he, man. He has. He had. I mean, he had some big shots in the playoffs series against Boston last year. And and the, uh, not even the, uh, toward the end of the year in Boston. Remember that game toward the end of the year in Boston where he kind of took over that game. He he uh, 
he does not shy away from that big shot at the end of games. Well, I call him Mr. Big Shot now. They used to call Chauncey Billups Mr. Big Shot. He's yeah. the new Mr. Big Shot. So I think that's their best win big of the shot year. Brog, big, like shot, big, big Shot Brog, kind of like Big Shot Bob. Yeah. Big Shot Bob Ari, Big Shot Brog. Uh, that's their best win of the year. I think that's better than the Golden State win. Uh, I think yes. because yes. Golden State didn't have Draymond Green and Curry left in the second half. This was the best team in the East at home in yep. Toronto where they rarely lose. They're healthy. You're healthy. They gave you their best shot, and you won the game. That was impressive. Without a um, monster game by anybody. Mm-hmm. Right. You nobody. The, Middleton didn't have to go off for 35. Right. Or, or Giannis, of course. I, I thought, we and we talked about this on Friday. Friday night was the sexy matchup. Golden State's coming into town. They want revenge. Yep. You know they're going to be amped up for this one. See how the Bucks respond. But last night, the Sunday night game in Toronto, that's the important one because that sends a message. That's an Eastern Conference. You know, so so it has a little bit more importance with the standings and with how far your team can go. We don't know what moves Toronto may make or Philly may make or Boston may make or the Bucks may make, but the Bucks. Being able to go into Toronto and get that win. So last night we had about 25 people over for our Hanukkah party. Mm-hmm. And we paused that. for a Hanukkah party? What do you serve? Uh, you serve potato latkes, so potato pancakes, okay. um, and jelly donuts. See, I'm trying to make Dan hungry. Yeah. yeah no, you're Thanks. Just, you're just mean. I got jello. You're just mean. He's got, he's got green and orange sugar-free jello. Um, and we, I mean, we were all, Ted, you would have been proud. Because five years ago, this crowd with a game that wouldn't have cared. Mm-hmm. And people are people are are congregating around TVs. Yep. People are getting together. People are and I mean, I had so the third grade across the street ran across the street to get his Giannis jersey on. So my third grader runs upstairs to put her Giannis jersey on, and they're jumping up and down on the couch. Fans are into it, Ted. Uh, yeah, well, they are. They should be. And here's what I want to know: if uh, and you can hit us up on Twitter or call us at four one four seven nine nine one ninety seven three. Are sports bars getting it? Because uh, you know, a lot of times I hear people say, you know, I'd go into a sports bar and I'd have to make them put it on the oh, Bucks yeah. game. Bucks game wouldn't even be on. Don't even talk about the volume. The game wouldn't even be on TV. So are sports bars starting to get it? When you go in, is it on? Or are you having to ask for it? Uh, so anyway, hit us up on Twitter. I'm at uh, NBA Ted. He's at D Needles 12. Thunder is at Mitch Nellis. Or you can phone us at 414-799-1973. If you've been to a sports bar and had some wingage, Lately, let us know. Delicious. Uh, and and the, the theme for the night tonight, don't screw it up. Don't give it back in the win-loss don't column, right? Don't give it back. Got the Cavaliers tonight. They're 6-20, and 20, for goodness sakes. Don't be Phoenix. What are the Cavaliers right now? 6-20. and 20. No, I mean, what are they? Oh, they're nothing. They, they are already they don't tanking what, and mailing it in. They don't know what they're doing, though. They want to see... Well, they're letting Sexton play. That was getting rid of Hill, right? Yeah. They want Sexton yeah, to play. He, he had 29 in their yeah. last game. A win, is, by is the way. Love still playing? Love is, no, Love's out. Love's out, but he's still with them. J.R. Smith is still with them, but they told but him not, to go away. Yeah, I don't think he's there. And I, by bringing in Henson... Bringing in salary, Henson and Delhi. I don't know what they're doing. Did there. they bring back Zadrunas Ilgoskis as well? <laughs> I mean, it, it, without LeBron, it's a, it's they're good, so Zadrunas Ilgoskis. <laughs> they're so unimportant. They're just so not on the mind. Yeah, but they had right. revolutionized ticket sales for a while. I guess they still are. They'd go to like NBA meetings and just you know the way we're doing it in Cleveland now is the way it should be done. You should do it too. And everybody would look at him go. You got freaking LeBron. That's why you're selling out. Here's your here's your ticket campaign. Here's our ticket number. I'm done. That's good.
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine if they never picked Anthony Bennett number one overall. Ooh. Yeah. That, that was a miss. All right. Uh, when we come back, um, I want to talk about what John Horst has done in terms of cleaning up a lot of stuff that the Bucks had to clean up. And I'll, I'll give you some of the numbers when we come back. This is the crossover on the new 97.3 The Game. Sports talk that rocks. TNT, Ted Needles and Thunder. Back after this. When you trust each other and you trust your teammates and everybody's sharing it, everybody's participating. You know, it just happened to be that Malcolm ended up with it twice, but could have been anybody. Love the unselfishness and um, and trust uh, with the game on the line. Yeah, Mr. Big Shot, Malcolm Brogdon came through in a big way in Toronto, and the Bucks beat the Raptors 104-99. A game was still on the line, down one, when the Raptors made it tough for the Bucks to inbound the ball twice. And they had 16 seconds to work with on the shot clock, which went down to 10. And then they made a change. Giannis was inbounding the ball. So out of that, Budenholzer makes a change. And now Lopez is inbounding the ball. And he finds Giannis with a half-court pass in the corner. Somehow Giannis wiggles free, breaks baseline, and dunks it pretty much game over, although Leonard still had a look at a three that he missed. But that was big. Why do you not follow him? Uh, Siakam tried. He tried, but they didn't call it. So he blew it by him so quickly. I think he thought he got him. I think he thought he got him. Yeah. You mean on the drive by Giannis, yes. right? Yeah. Some people thought they should have fouled, uh, you know, when the Raptors inbounded the ball. But they got it in pretty quickly to Leonard at that point. You don't even risk it. Oh, that the Bucks should have fouled yeah. Toronto. Yeah. yeah. I, I get no, that, I mean, but I, why didn't they foul yeah, Giannis? I, would have, I, I mean, the second it went into Giannis, I would have made sure I got that foul. Yes. I would have made sure. With Giannis going to the line down one, absolutely. If it's Brogdon, no. If it's Middleton, no. Oh, here's the weirdest stat. I, I meant to get this in the show earlier. You would never have thought this. All right. In two games this year against the Bucks, and the Bucks are 2-0 and against the Raptors, by the way, now. 2-0. and And Kyle Lowry... He is 0 for 14 on threes against the Bucks this year. Wow. How could that happen? Wow. That's weird. Fred Van Vliet made like five all by himself. Who's yeah. the lefty? Uh, Miles. CJ Miles. Oh, is that CJ Miles? Yeah, he's been okay. around a long time. Yeah, he has. And Lowry I didn't realize had, that was him. Lowry had some open threes. He yeah. did. Yep. I mean, he was he was setting up passes and everything, but it's just weird. It's, it's like you would think he'd hit one out of 14, but no. So the Raptors have how many losses now? Six? 21 and seven. Seven. Okay, so they have two two-game losing streaks and a three-game losing streak, I believe. Yeah. And they've won every other game. Yeah. The Bucs have not lost consecutive games. Right. They're almost a third of the way through the season, and they haven't lost consecutive right. games. They've always bounced back. Now, lately, they've been in a kind of win-one, lose-one, win-one, lose-one, win-one, lose-one. The Bucs have one. also played three less games than the Raptors? They yeah. played two less than Philly. Yeah. Is there is there a reason? Is it just a scheduling quirk? The uh, Bucks have played less we're, games. We're playing seventy nine this year. We snuck oh, that okay. through. Oh, nice. That's okay. kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good advantage. Work it in under the radar. Uh, all right. It's so good. so don't mess around tonight. Look, just go out there and you know. I know it's. I know it, they say these are trap games. Well, maybe. I mean, you're coming off of a big win. Now, twenty four hours later at home against a crappy team on a Monday night, just. Spank them. The Bulls are six and twenty-one. The Hawks and the Cavs are both six and twenty. The Bulls have been outscored by ten point seven points. Atlanta ten point three. Cleveland eight. So their point differential is minus eight. Uh, they did win their last time out, but they're four and six in their last ten. Uh, by the way, you see, won five in a row. 
The Celtics are starting to play some yes, basketball. Yes, they are. I know. They were 10 and 10. They're right. going to be up there. Yeah. You, I mean, you've, been, you've been teasing me all game. Hmm? Go to the other end of the spectrum. The Bulls. Yeah. Um, wow. I have never seen anything quite like what was going on over the weekend with the Bulls. 133.77, by the way. I've seen players uh, quit on coaches. And they did it with their performance, and maybe that was what they did on Saturday night when the Bulls got... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That was a Bali walking and something else. That was at a, home. At home. At the United Center, they lose 133 to 77. 56 point loss. Worst in the history of the Bulls. So during the game, Jim Boylan, B-O-Y-L-E-N, the guy who replaced Fred Hoiberg who's not the interim coach because they've guaranteed his contract for next year. Twice during the game, he just took out his starting five and just set him down. It was a line change in hockey. Five in, five out. The second oh, time he I, did it. <clears throat> I saw a bunch of those in third grade girls basketball on Saturday at, okay. at Muskego. Yeah. Well, that's what he was doing. Nice. So the second time he did it, he didn't put the starters back in. And afterwards, he was pretty acerbic when he said, I didn't think putting them back in would do any good. I think a two-hour practice on Sunday will serve them better. Oh, hard guy. Yeah, he's the hard guy. So apparently some players woke up yesterday and decided, we don't want to practice. So they were texting back and forth, urging players to boycott the practice, to not show up. And so this went on for a while. And then apparently a couple of veterans, I think uh, Brooks' brother, Robin Lopez, was involved in this, started texting, no, we can't just not show up. You guys got to show up. You know, we, we'll talk to management about it. We'll, so apparently everybody showed up. They had a players-only meeting. Then they had a players and coaches meeting. Then they had a players, coaches, and management meeting. And then a few guys went out and took shots and everybody else went home. But that was a like that was that was Captain Bly being put out on the boat almost with the breadfruit plants and see ya see ya Captain Bly I've never seen anything quite like that. Well, they've earned the right to uh, you know just take over the team because oh, they yeah. played so well. Six and twenty one, no doubt about it, Dan. Um, a mess. So uh, so is Boylan? I mean, do they think he's an up and comer? Is he a guy they no, he's want? Old. But is he the guy they want, or is he just an interim? Well, I, I, they guaranteed him for next year. So they've kind of taken the interim off. Did they really? And here's the funny thing about NBA players, and this is universal. It's not It's not the Bulls. It's every team is sort of like this. And this has been my experience in my three decades. If you have a guy who's considered kind of a nice guy, like Fred Hoiberg, eventually the players say, you know, <clears throat> he's just too nice. We need a guy who's got a little bit of a firmer hand. And the minute you put a guy in there with a firmer hand, they go, oh, we can't play for this guy. He's not a player's coach. Now, normally it takes more than three games. <laughs> This is the warp speed of a snap around where, ah, we kind of want a nicer guy. Maybe he thinks that's what the players need. Maybe. That's what Jabari needs. That's what Wendell Carter needs. Zach Levine. That's what, yeah. Uh, but don't lose by 56 at home. Yeah, that was special. Uh, so Armin, our friend Armin Sarian, the lord of the board, uh, he was there Saturday night at the United Center, and he texted me in the second quarter said, 
Who's that big white guy for the Celtics who's killing the Bulls right now? Daniel Theis. Theis? Daniel Theis. Theis. Um, who's just a guy. He's a German. Yeah. And he was... No, he's the, the nine. He's the, next, he's the next Nowitzki. No. Um, but he, he can make an open three, and he can do okay. Yep. He's Dick Nowitzki. Oh, I like that. Dirk's Dirk's little little yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard. I believe he goes by Richard. Um, yeah. And 133 to 77. You see that score, and I don't care who you are. That pops out at you. Even in my worst years, uh, I had a team that was down 66 one night, but they, they gutted it up and lost by 48. I've never had a team lose by 56. Mark Murphy would have fired Boylan right after that game. (laughs) Maybe he should have gotten fired. Maybe he deserved it. All right. I was talking about what uh, John Horst has had to clean up on this roster in the last couple of years. So I like John Hammond. I think he's a good GM in many ways. And in some ways he was... uh, hamstrung here a little bit by the previous regime in, in terms of what he could do. but He was also hamstrung by his current regime. His coach got in the way of a number a of little things, bit. I'm, yeah. I'm and, guessing. But he did draft Giannis. Okay, yeah. so there you go. Yeah. Um, in 2015, Hammond signed John Henson to four years, $44 million. That was in 2015. Okay. Uh, in 2015, Greg Monroe was signed for three years, $50 million. Okay. That's two centers. In 2016, Dan's favorite, Delhi was signed for four years, $38.5 million in yep. 2016. Worth every penny. Also in 2016, Mirza Toledovich was signed for three years, $33 million in 2016. So the day they signed both those players, we were doing the show at Summerfest and had Malcolm Brogdon on the show. Yeah. So as Malcolm's on the show, you know, and he, you know, he was a rookie, he hadn't played yet. All of a sudden, the Bucks signed Delhi and the Bucks signed Mirza. Yep. What was his reaction? I I don't know if he had much of a reaction because he didn't really know those guys. But we thought it seemed like Delhi was overpaid, but he did bring a championship pedigree, and Mirza can hit a three. Mirza would have been better had he not got sick. That that was you can't you can't control that one. Uh, but here's the Lollapalooza, also in 2016. So I mentioned Delhi four years, 38.5 in 2016. Toledovich three years, 33 million in 2016. Miles Plumley, four years, fifty-two million in twenty sixteen, when he was a restricted free agent and had not gotten an offer. So that that's that's what John Horst and now, by the way, all of those guys are gone. They're cleared out. They're off the books, which is important because Giannis is the only current starter who's signed beyond this year. That's right. Four of the five Bucks starters will be free agents at the end of the year. Rainman, what team is Miles Plumley currently on? Um, okay. Denver, Atlanta, Charlotte, Atlanta, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, got it. There is a Plumley on Denver. He's better. He's he's better. He's yeah. the better Plumley. The better the better Plumley's on Denver, but Miles is on Atlanta. I I never, I never understood that signing. I think I was stunned when I saw that one. Yeah. After the Delhi thing set the bar so low, yeah, it's like really are they going to go re-sign Dan Gods of Reach now too? I mean. <laughs> So good job by Horse to kind of clean all this up, and they're all gone. And what the what the trade did was it gave the Bucks a lot of cap flexibility moving forward. Uh, Hill is a guy who can help you this year, and because they made the trade when they did, he's got an expiring contract with only a one million dollar guarantee next year, which makes it a good trade piece if you get to February and you want to do something else to improve the team. Or if you don't, he's a guy who can help you for the rest of the year. But that gives you flexibility, and you freed up about $18 million in cap room just like that in one day. 
I have to admit, after the trade went down, I was going to the deep recesses of my mind, trying to picture Jason Smith. Yeah. I couldn't. No. He's been in the league 11 years now. I know. and I uh, Played with five or six teams. He's kind of he's done a little bit of what Lopez did, except not to the extent. He's remade his game where he's become more of a three-point shooter. Uh, he doesn't hit as many as consistently as Lopez does, but he can stretch the floor out there. He's a seven-footer, so he's become a stretch five. But Lopez is now the very definition of a stretch five. In fact, he hit five in the game last night. Stretch five hit five. See? His first half was great. Yeah. I mean, he was he he helped carry them a little bit in yeah. that first half. So nice job by John Horst, and you're right because Bledsoe, Middleton, and Lopez will be unrestricted free agents, and then Brogdon is a restricted free agent, which he'll get an offer. And the way he's playing, the Bucks will match, I think, unless it's just ridiculous. But is there any way the Bucks preemptively sign Brogdon to an extension? They could. They could. I don't know when the timing of it has to be because I'm not a right. capologist. Yeah. But they could. I think they you just play. You just stayed at a Holiday Inn last night. Uh, a capologist? Yeah. No, yeah. I was. No, I, we had a nicer hotel than that. Oh. Yeah, well, we don't. Pat Riley took care of us, man. Hey, holiday Inns are nice. When Pat Riley went to New York, we got out of the Marriotts for good. Nice. Nothing against Marriott. They're no, fine no, of hotels. course, yeah, I'm sure they're fine. There's nothing wrong with that, no, as they no. say on Seinfeld. Yeah, they, they, yeah that's the <laughs> But Well, you're an anti-dentite. <laughs> they're up a little bit. Will Jason Smith get playing time ahead of DJ Wilson? Uh, I don't know, but DJ... Neither. DJ is instant offense. He came in for the first neither? time. Hit his first two threes. Yeah, stop. Slow your roll. We'll see. Uh, when we come back, what are you watching tonight? You got a Monday night football game and a Bucks game. We'll talk about that on the crossover with TNT. Ted, Needles, and Thunder on the new 97.3. The game. Now, these important words that pay our ridiculous and uh, grotesque salary. This, uh, this is a song that, uh, there's a lot of Christmas songs out there, and uh, not too many Hanukkah songs. So, uh, wrote, a, wrote a song for all those nice little Jewish kids who don't get to hear any Hanukkah songs. Here we go. Instead of one day of presents, we have eight crazy nights. Ah, <laughs> uh, Thunder did that for his Gentile friends here. I did it for everybody. Yeah. I did it for everybody. Today's the last day of Hanukkah. Remember so. when Adam Sandler was funny? You know what? So I, I've, been, I've been showing this video to my girls. He was really funny. What happened? I don't know. I totally agree. I, I, I the Eddie Murphy syndrome. It is. Yeah. He got to the point where yeah. he, I didn't think he was funny anymore. Yes. Was it just? I thought it was just me. No, you guys no, no, the same no. Way? Same way. Yes. Well, I think the Dan Patrick show thinks he's still funny, but right. Not and, much well, of and they also, does. you know, they they love their stars and or their perceived stars yeah. or, who become like their best buddies. Uh, I do love the end of that song, and I can't fast forward it right now, but I do. Uh, I you know. Sip your gin and tonica and smoke your marijuana. <laughs> if you really, really want to have a happy, 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 happy Hanukkah. Uh, you said you had a tweet of the day. Tweet of the day, tweet of the day, bump, bump, tweet of the day. Oh, During the uh, Marquette-Wisconsin game on Saturday. Best uh, Wisconsin-Marquette game ever, by the way, I think. One of. It, it for was sure. right up there. Yeah. I mean, it was, that was a good one. 
Uh, Brad Davison in Wisconsin was chasing around Marcus Howard, and he tried to get through a pick. And, yes. Uh, he hit uh, Joey Hauser right in the junk. Yep. South of the equator. Go- Golden jewels. And the tweet came from the Testicular Cancer Society. Hmm. While we appreciate Brad Davison's enthusiasm, conducting huh? tech testicular exams on the court is hashtag not a good idea checking your balls at home is our free app can help check <laughs> can help ballchecker.com and it's less awkward wow yeah. that is that is great they're actually the thing <laughs> good for hey, good for them that is a sense of humor he grabbed right the jimmy yeah he, he got Ball him checker. so i was at a bar uh restaurant and eating uh with a bunch of people and so we didn't have the volume from the replay, I didn't think it looked that ba- that bad, and then they kept showing it, and I still never got a really good look. Um, there were a couple other calls in that game at the end. Uh, there was a, there was an Ethan Happ offensive rebound putback that I thought were a little questionable. Did they and, do neutral refs in a game like that? I believe that? so, yeah. They take refs from a different conference, so I don't know if they were ACC or SEC or Big 12 or Pac-12 or whatever they may have been. Dan, was there any... Was there any was there any thoughts about the refereeing or was it just? I, I mean, thought there were too many fouls called. Well, that it, it seemed that I agree. There was ten minutes left in the third in the in the second half, and both teams were in the bonus. Yeah. Wisconsin wins if they make free throws. Right. Absolutely. I mean, Brad Davison. For as much as we talk about the charges and and the nut interaction, if he makes his free throws, Wisconsin wins. Hap was phenomenal. Marcus Howard had to put up a lot of shots to get 29 points, but he hit some big ones. Ed Morrow was great off the bench. He was. It was just, it was, I don't know if I'd say it was a really well-played game, but it was a really entertaining game. What, the margin was never more than six? Yeah. Yeah. It It stayed close 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 all the way. Yeah. Um, John Morrissey is at the winter baseball meetings. Uh, he tweets out, Giants... Is that, not- is that John J.P. John Paul? Yeah, John Morosi? Paul. Morosi? Yep. Morosi? Morosi? Is that how you said Morosi. Uh, Giants not close to trading Bumgarner as winter meetings began. However, sources say Phillies, Braves, Yankees, and Brewers are still making pitches. So, so I mean, they're out there. We assume the Giants will want quite a bit for him. And if it's going to be a Burns-Hura situation, I no. think David Stearns is going to say no. Right. Correct, Dan? There's there's a lot of pitching out there. There's not a lot of great pitching. I mean, if you look at the free agent market, there is Harper, there's Machado. It might go down to like Moustakis. Yep. And then there's a lot of others that There's not a lot great. of great hitters, right. And the pitching is not great. No, I think for Corbin, Corbin was the number one guy and he already got scooped up. And we talked about it last week. He had a great year this year in Arizona, but we've been waiting great. for we've been waiting for five years for him to have a great year, right? And he and he he started out great, and then he kind of came back to earth. And I think the Nationals are going to end up, you know, regretting that deal. I think the reality is, if the Brewers want to get a frontline type starter, they'd have to trade for him, and they'd have to give up too much. So they may end up making another Chassin type signing mm-hmm. to bolster the rotation. But I I don't think they're going to be coming out of Las Vegas with some big major blockbuster deal. If they do, it's because they didn't have to give up as much as people thought they would for that player. Right. Mm-hmm. Armin came in here a minute ago and he had this little sweet little iHeart thing on, little jacket, little iHeart jacket. The jacket or the sweatshirt? Well, there's a little bit of a zip sweatshirt. Oh, yeah, the zip sweatshirt, yeah. yeah. Why don't I have one of those? Well, you're getting something to, uh, Wednesday. 
Oh, okay. Oh, you won't be here. I won't be here. All right. Well, we'll save it for you, maybe in the locker room. Take a picture. Yeah, we'll take a picture. And uh, we text get our it to we me. get our new holiday uh, swag swag on Wednesday. Yep. Which right. holiday? Is it Hanukkah swag? Nope. Is it Christmas it's swag? It's just holiday swag. <laughs> it's um. I think uh, I think you get uh you get to pick your own patch. So you can do an Easter patch. You can do a Passover patch. You can do a, a Halloween patch. A you could do a colonoscopy pass. Oh, patch! You could do that. You could. That's a great holiday. <laughs> I love that. Really the looking holiday. forward to drinking the Glurp today. Oh, the first time I did that, that was uh, that was special. That was special. I have to get up at four in the morning. I know. And that's drink special the rest too. of the Glurp. Yeah, and uh, then fall asleep on the toilet. What, what time is your uh, situation tomorrow? Ten a.m. So you cut, why don't you? So why don't you call in live from the situation? We could <laughs> Skype top, it. Top of the show, we can Skype it in, baby. Oh, Let's look, go. We'll go Facebook Dan Live. Lars. Yes, a drug-addled Dan Needles, and the question is, how could you tell the difference? Here's where they enter Dan Needles. Hey, Doc, in the you finger. know what, and down in his uh, in his uh, uh, what tube? Uh, you well, know, your breathing tube. Good luck with your all trachea. that. Yeah, I'm excited. Ooh. I'm boy. I I haven't looked forward to something this much since uh, like. My divorce proceeding. Our, our thoughts are with you. Yeah. Um, At least you don't have to go into work tomorrow night. Uh, no. t- tonight, when I do the Bucks Cavaliers yeah, you game, game, Ted, you got to work tonight. I do. This is a busy week. I just realized this. Okay, so I haven't unpacked yet. This is the little little chores of well, my life. Well, you got to unpack and repack pretty quickly here, I Ted. Do. Well, I do because I haven't unpacked. But tonight, after the game, I have to unpack and then I have to pack mm-hmm. because we're leaving for Indianapolis and Cleveland for two games later this week. So I have to repack, and i got to do it tonight because tomorrow morning when I come in here to do the radio show, right after the radio show, then I'm going to the airport, so I'm not going home. Well, I would suggest packing during daylight so that you can tell the color of my socks. The color of your socks, yep. Blue. Uh, And what do you, you know, I think I'm I'm trending toward getting to the point where uh, Hot Rod Hunley, who was a legendary broadcaster for the Utah Jazz, Stockton to Malone, he kind of got to the point where he was just wearing sweaters, blue jeans, and shoes with no socks. I may be trending uh, toward that direction. I can't deal with the shoes and no well, socks. The, the way the kids are these days, the cold. socks don't match anything anyway. So it's just that is true. their sock game. So yes. just wear anything outrageous. Yeah. So then, then I've got oh. to redo hey, that. Yes, check it out. Yeah, I got the sock game going today. What are those? Uh, that's, a, that's some weird amorphous person with a sword riding a flying dinosaur. Ladies and gentlemen, radio with And they say, I got this. I got this. I got these as a, I got these over Thanksgiving. All right, so I've got a pack, and then we, uh, but I want to say that I've had an engineer working for me for the 22 years I've been here. Can he just pack for you? And he, no, because he, well, he's going to be packing in another way. Um, And he actually inherited me. He's been doing it since, maybe since Jim Irwin was doing the games. His name is Jerry Straczewski. Uh, he has been my engineer for the last 22 years. He is going to retire after the game tonight. Tonight is his last really? game. Yes. And uh, so I just wanted to say on the air, and I'll say this to him later, we give Jerry a hard time because Jerry's easy to give a hard time to, kind of like you. You're easy to give a hard time to. Fair. But he takes it well, as you do too. And so he's he's done great work for us. We've been a team together for 22 years. Heck, most marriages don't last this long, as you know, Dan. And so uh, I just want to say thank you on the air to Jerry Straczewski. 
uh, for working with us all these years, and this will be our last game together. So good luck. He's 70 years old, and he's been doing this for a long time, and he's decided he wants to go do something Good else. for Jerry. Well, good luck to Jerry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's good for Jerry. Great. So what uh, are you watching tonight? You uh, watching... Hold on real quick. Breaking news. Joey Hauser, Big East Freshman of the Week. Okay. All right. Not a big deal, but. What are you watching tonight? What 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 pulls your chain more, Bucks Cavaliers or the Monday night game Minnesota Seattle? Bucks Cavaliers, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm getting out of the football. I'm I'm looking. There's three weeks left in the season, and then give me the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, Bucks Cavs with a shout out to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Huh? I'm still Monday Night Raw guy. Uh, you don't have to be. It's I know. okay. I don't like your favorite show either. You had to say raw. Now I'm hungry for raw beef and onion, and I can't Ooh, eat that either. A How about oysters? Beef tartare? How about raw, raw oysters? You know, I just... can't eat that either. Well, go I get, can have all the hey, Gatorade I go want. Go get some Jello. It's time for two minutes inside the head of Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not the best idea we've ever had. What do you think you're going to impress with that crap? All right, I tweeted out a picture that I saw online of this, and you can see it right now on my Twitter feed at NBA Ted. Uh, monk seal researchers in Hawaii are stumped, puzzled, after finding multiple monk seals with eels stuck up their noses. I saw one of those pictures. <laughs> that was weird. There it is, Dan. I felt uncomfortable. There's a little monk seal with an eel up his nose. Dan, that's like you looking in the mirror. Why do they know why they're doing it? Are they, they don't. snorting them? Several juvenile monk seals have been seen with eels stuck up their noses on multiple occasions. In all cases, the researchers were able to remove the eels successfully. Uh, the seals are fine. The eels are not. Yeah, I, the eels are dead. I think this does prove one thing conclusively. Eels are a gateway drug. Could it be a mating ritual? I don't know. Could be so. Who knows? Could there, be something. The, you know, the, the seals the, are so weird. The monk seal is kind of cute, and there he is with an eel hanging out of his it's nose. Just weird. It's just a weird... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's another uh, edition of the crossover. Can you tell the difference between a seal and a sea lion? No. no. Well, sea lions are bigger. There's supposed to be some easy way. I think I read it once. You have to turn know. them over and look under their leg. Oh, boy. I think that's boys and girls. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was confused. I'll give that the seal of approval. This is the new 97.3 The Game, the crossover with TNT. Some of us will be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. I'll be at the Bucks game tonight. See you tomorrow. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.